0: What's up all, I was looking around for something, oh well, I guess it's not important. Welcome to another thrilling panic attack with Big John. Um, this is the post Vince McMahon era of world wrestling entertainment. Post Vince McMahon era of wrestling, uh, interesting time. <laughs> uh, follow me on Getter and Twitter at the Real Underscore Big John. Remember to hit like, share, and subscribe. All that stuff, uh, comment, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's also the first post, post Haley episode of the panic attack and I really didn't want to do this but some of you remember <laughs> the dog barking and carrying on in the background, running out of the room every time I started to record, uh, sometimes climbing up on me in the videos. Sometimes me pushing her aside to, cause I was just too into the video. And this morning I woke up a little bit after 7 a.m. Debated going to church and said, "Ah, I'm gonna lay back down and go to sleep." So I woke up much later in the day. I thought it was like you know 10, 11 a.m. No, it was like 3.08 in the afternoon, and I was like, oh, my God, what the heck? So I looked at my phone. My mother had been texting me, like, are you all right? How's the dog doing? Because the dog had been sick for a little while. And I, I said, yeah, I'm okay. The dog's okay. Everything's okay. And I was like, man, I better get up and go check on the dog. Like I said, she had been feeling good. And I kept holding out this hope that there was going to be some miracle healing. And I'd wake up and she'd eaten her whole bowl of food and everything would be fine and dandy. And when I called her name, she didn't move. She didn't lift her head. I went over and tried to pet her, and she was kind of stiff and cold. And there was some BM around her hind end. And uh, I I shook her paw, and her paw and her leg were all just stiff and cold. And I realized she she had gone. She had passed away. She went to heaven, whatever you want to say. I know some dickheads will say, oh, you know, pets don't go to heaven and animals don't go to heaven. Well, in the book of Revelation, he talks, the author talks about the, the gates to heaven opening and he sees oxen and cow and this and that. So, evidently, you know, God created the animals. So... Animals do go to heaven. Um, believe what you will. So, you know what? Since I didn't really plan on that little little segment, um, let me take a break and rethink myself and talk about the most up-to-dated that I know of, uh, of the Vince McMahon WWE saga. Sega! Say it! Man, don't that... Ain't that the truth? Don't that just feel the same? We got... High school never ends. You know, at my uh, alma mater, uh, my high school, uh, we have a 10 year or five year reunion. uh, Started in 1990. Of course, we lost the pandemic year. uh, But every five years, everybody comes back. Everyone ever graduated is invited back. And, yeah, you know, a lot of us that maybe didn't hang out in high school hang out together, but there's still people that are like, oh, I'm not cool, I'm not going to my class's individual reunion, uh, I'm not going to go hang out, oh, it's this and that. You know, high school, it really literally never ends. But speaking of high schoolish, uh with Vince McMahon uh, you know I shouldn't regret all the uh when he announced his retirement all the times I said thank you Vince thank you for the memories uh and I'm sure he read my tweets uh, <laughs> but realistically um more and more comes out and it's starting to snowball. You know, we've gone from... Well, let's just... Let's let's take this slow because I'm getting 10 steps ahead of myself here. So the first Vince McMahon era, the, this is the real turning point. There have been, uh, a, what, a Raw and a SmackDown since he retired. Uh, maybe two SmackDowns on a Raw. I don't know. But SummerSlam was one of the original pay-per-views. When they started to expand and said we need to, this pay-per-view thing is a big money maker for us. Let's do four a year. SummerSlam was one of the big four. And it it still is one of the big four. It's one of the four they go all out uh, for. And this year it didn't disappoint, it was great, but we had a new faction come out, a post-Vince McMahon faction. We had Bayley make her return with EO. Sky, formerly known as EO Shirai, but I guess we're still changing names when people come to the quote main roster. And EO Sky is a much easier name to, to say. Uh, and then we had Dakota Kai. Now, this is a, a faction that Vince shot down a few times. Dakota Kai was supposed to come up to the main, again, air quotes, roster. He, Dakota was getting you know dark matches at SmackDown and Raw shows before she got canned. And I guess Vince just didn't get her, didn't understand her or something. And so that push was taken from her. She went back to NXT and then eventually she got cut to the dismay of a lot of people cause she was such a great wrestler and was like one of the most popular in NXT. It, and had, Can wrestle great. She's not very big She needs to put on some weight and some muscle, I will say that. She's a cute girl, and she can work her ass off in the ring. So what the hell happened? Hold on, I gotta text my mom. Crow, you get this girl It's really over, she should say woman, not girl, that's over, can work her ass off, but she gets released. And all those releases that were blamed on Tony Khan, Vince approved of, okay? Let's get that out of the way. But more and more of these harassment allegations are coming out. And one that upsets me the most is Ashley Massaro. Uh, Ashley was not the greatest wrestler. Uh, She was into modeling and different things before she got into wrestling. Uh, Maybe I'll do a whole Ashley Massaro episode just because she deserves it. Um, But Ashley, I thought was a gorgeous girl. Uh, They eventually released her and this was before Tony Khan, by the way. This is a while ago. Uh, and then Ashley had um, a lit me, I don't know if that's right, uh, many other jobs after WWE. She tried to go back to modeling. She supposedly did some escorting and whatever. But then the other day, I'm watching a video. They're talking about Kevin Dunn. Let's get off Ashley Masaro for a minute and get, talk about Kevin Dunn. This is the Kevin Dunn that said Becky Lynch's accent uh, wouldn't work on TV, that he couldn't understand what she was saying, then said she wasn't attractive enough to be world champion. Google Kevin Dunn's picture if you don't know what he looks like. He's a goofy looking dude. He's not ugly, just goofy looking. Kind of like me. So, Kevin Dunn would go recruit Ashley and make her fly on Vince's private jet. This is really upsetting. Ashley committed suicide a few days before her 40th birthday a few years ago. Um, Obviously she had a lot of problems if you take your own life. Um, And I won't say that Vince or Kevin Dunn are the reasons for that But it certainly probably didn't help. Uh, And the the alleged harassment... uh, You know, she had been out of WWE for quite a while before she committed suicide. But let me read this article from WrestlingNews.co. And we'll try to unpack this a little bit. Now that Vince McMahon is no longer WWE, there's a chance... We hear more stories about alleged sexual misconduct between Vince and other talent and employees, and it, it certainly is that way. The snowball is rolling downhill and picking up momentum. Okay, it's getting bigger and bigger. Before the news broke about McMahon stepping away CEO of WWE, Paul London, spoke on Rene Dupree's podcast and claimed that Vince McMahon would harass the late Ashley Massaro. Paul London was another one of those guys that, oh my gosh, was an indie wrestling phenom, (coughs) ring of honor sensation. I I love watching Paul London work. He could fly, he could mat-wrestle, he did moves that made would make a, prime AJ Styles look like nothing, you know. And, I mean, he and AJ put on some phen- phenomenal, <laughs> no pun intended. Just great wrestler, but he was another one that Vince didn't get. He wasn't big, he took took too many risks, well whatever, okay, so Paul London said, "I remember specifically many times she would she would be crying because Vince was propositioning her to fly on the jet with them, like Kevin Dunn, Bucktooth Bucky." <laughs> would be telling her that she has to fly on the jet with them. They'd always put the divas up at like the TV hotel or what whatever. You know, he'd been he'd been knocking on her door and you know, trying trying to get her to answer. It just like I'm shocked this Vince stuff is just now coming out. I haven't looked up a lot of it. I would just say rather not. I would just rather not. By the way, Paul London's struggling with his words here. That's why I'm struggling to read them. Uh, I would just rather not, but I'm surprised it hasn't come out within the last 10 years. But it just goes to show how afraid people are of the power dynamic where they're so fearful of losing their job or, and it's like, what does that say about you if you're protecting this 90 year old fucking corpse with a, with a thong tan line just because he's a billionaire. I mean, it's like I said, money changes people. You know, it's interesting to to think and hear, it's now come out Vince wasn't all, we thought at first Vince was using his own money to cover this stuff up. That's the first uh, things we heard is he paid $3 million to a paralegal who I guess was overpaid uh, at $100,000. And then when he gave her a raise to $200,000, that was like insane. I was thinking, you know, Stanford, Connecticut, higher cost of living, maybe paralegals make $100,000 there. Um, But evidently, $100,000 for a Stanford paralegal is unheard of. So... Really, right off the bat, he was using company money as sort of hush money or bribe money to get her to do sexual favors, let's say. Now now we've come out that it's up to $14.6 million, and it wasn't his personal money that he was paying them off with. Uh, it was company money. And the WWE is going to... Report whatever money he spent for hush money, in their future earnings reports, according to uh, Tony or not Tony Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon. This just makes you sit there and go, "Wow," you know, it, and it's it's harder and harder not to ever felt sorry for Vince McMahon and having to retire, but it makes me feel a little uncomfortable that I was celebrating his retirement and like the memories and thank you Vince. It just makes me feel a little awkward to find out that he had this whole secret life uh, of sexual harassment. But when he was on the Pat McAfee show, he talked about going public and now he had to run the wwe like it was a business okay we understand that but when you're running a business and it's a publicly traded company the company's money is no longer your money vince still had the mindset and still treated WWE's corporate money like it was his now when it was a a family owned privately held company and he was the only owner it basically was his money he could spend it however he felt but then when it became shareholders money it was a totally different ball game and Vince said as much but he wasn't Acting that way, you know, he was still treating company money like it was his money, so he's supposedly going to pay the WWE back the money that he spent on Hush the Hush money. But we're still at a point where what what repercussions will there be, because he's now being investigated by the Securities and Exchange Commission, as well as federal prosecutors. So it's going to get even worse for Vince. Um... I don't know if I want to do this. Let's see, Wall Street Journal reporters talk about their Vince McMahon stories. The last several months, Wall Street Journal reporters Joe Pelozolo and Ted Mann have uncovered several stories alleging former WWE CEO and Chairman Vince McMahon paid more than $12 million to several women over the course of 16 years. <clears throat> in appearance on Busted Open Radio, Monday morning, Polozo and Mann took Busted Open co-host Dave La- La Grace, La-Grecha? LaGrecha and Bully Ray through their journey in covering the stories uh, Palozalo says uh, sources told us it was in, in April. The WWE's board was investigating this three million dollar agreement with the woman who worked for McMahon. It basically took from April until we published our story to uh, to firm all that up, getting additional sources and under to, and understand what. It is the board was doing. The duo agreed on one surprising revelation they found during their reporting to date. The fact that there was one that was for 7.5 million was fairly eye-popping, man said. That's a figure in the murky world of NDAs clearly suggest a big secret being kept. And that was one of the red flags that signaled to us that we had to get to the bottom of, of what that was, what it was for. Finding out there was a $7.5 million agreement was really surprising, Palo- Palozalo said. <laughs> it shocked us. They're pretty horrifying, frankly, to coerce a sex act and basically drive someone out of the company because they refused further advances, as this woman has alleged. That's all pretty terrible behavior. I, I would agree with that. Uh, that is terrible behavior and that's a lot of money. You're really covering something big, something big, if you're paying out seven and a half mil. Now, I don't know. Uh, This is another one that maybe I can do some more research on. There was a lady named Dawn Marie. That was her gimmick name. Former ECW uh, manager that came over to WWE. And she left after getting pregnant. I've never heard who the father is. Was the father Vince? Because seven and a half million is a lot of fucking money. But this is ridiculous, ignorant stuff. Kind of like I was talking about Hunter Biden and the rich boy syndrome, where I got so much money and so much power I can't get busted. Somebody will buy me out of it. Somebody will get me out of trouble. Not always, guys. Not always. I'm really, like Paul London said, shocked that this didn't come out during the, uh, the Me Too movement or uh, during the uh, what did they call it in wrestling? They had a thing in wrestling, too. It was um, Speaking Out. The, the lady wrestlers did hashtag Speaking Out. I think that's what it was. Uh, and got a lot of guys in the wrestling business fired. I'm surprised nothing with Vince came out then. Uh, especially with you know the Ashley Massaro stuff and uh, whoever he paid seven and a half well the seven and a half million dollar woman got a uh, signed an NDA so she could not uh, come forward and speak up but nonetheless nonetheless somebody could have should have would have gone, gone out and said something about vince it's just surprising with the number of uh people that got the number of men pardon me that got taken down and run out of wrestling in the hashtag speaking out movement that Vince didn't get caught up in that too so trying to get through this stupid Fox News survey I don't want to do another goddamn survey I just want to read the article about Linda McMahon no I don't want to do another survey I just want to read the fucking article Ooh. back there. All right, here comes the article. Linda McMahon, Vince's wife, reacts to WWE resignation, shrugs off husband's accusations of sexual misconduct. She don't give a shit. She's got her, her billions. Last week, the news broke wrestling mogul Vince McMahon, blah, 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 resigning retirement. McMahon did not mention his allegations in his retirement. His wife Linda was spotted at the America First Policy Institute Summit in Atlanta and was lighthearted about his retirement despite the seriousness nature. He'll just be deciding how he's gonna spend his free time. I'm thinking that's, that's a the good thing. Story right now. Vince leaving wwe what yeah, you guys- all right she ignored other questions about retirement and allegations. Well that was pretty disappointing of an article. Uh, I read another headline I'm not going to go any further with it. Vince is supposedly leaving wWE with uh, three billion in his pocket Now, that's not necessarily uh, cash. A lot of people don't understand when, <clears throat> when they say somebody's worth so many billions or millions of dollars, that includes stocks, homes, uh, other assets that they have, you know, cars, baseball card collection, my only asset. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I, I have... Uh, of oh, assets like Star Wars DVDs. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, never mind. Uh, so, but th- the reason Vince didn't uh, just pay these women off with his personal money, yeah, he might have been valued or he might have had three billion in assets, but that's not cash in his bank account. That's why he took company money which I guess he still saw as his own and used it to pay these women off. Uh, I'm just not not liking this at all from a personal standpoint. I see Vince paying hefty fines for the SEC violations. I don't know, man, about the Fed Federal prosecutors, they're not getting involved in bullshit stuff. Um, and the, the funny, not funny, the, the stories are really going to get interesting when I think through legal filings, through subpoenas, and so on, if some of these women are called to the witness stand, their names are going to be public record, public knowledge, and how the fans react to them is going to get quite interesting. I'm going to say this: any person that defames these women who had affairs with Vince is a shitty person. None of us are virgins, not many of us. None of us are saints. You know, maybe he made. Maybe he. Convinced, in fact, he probably did. I'll go on a limb and say he probably made these women think they were going to be his girlfriend and he was going to leave his wife for them uh, and they were going to (coughs) be the billion dollar queens of WWE. Just like Bill Clinton did with Monica. Oh, I'm going to leave my wife. I'm going to, you know, you're going to be my girlfriend. All this, that, and the t'other thing. That's how these guys work. So, anyways, I just wanted to update and get some thoughts and feelings about the latest of the Vince McMahon scandalous saga as it continues on and on. And man, this fucking house feels empty without my dog in it. I keep looking for her to walk into the room or be laying next to me, and it's just fucking strange. All right. God bless you all. Y'all remember to pray for one another, and uh, we'll see you next time on Panic Attack with Big John.